Hello, beloved. You are welcome to today's episode. I want you to know that Emmanuel, God with us, lives with you. He lives in you. He lives by you. No matter how it may seem today, no matter how you feel today, I want you to know that he is right by you. Never live your life thinking you're alone. I know many of us have expectations that because we are sons and daughters of God, no evil thing will come near our dwelling, as his word says. But I want to encourage you today that nothing comes to you without his knowledge and that you will make it out of it. See, Jesus Christ was also tempted, especially when he was fasting. He was going through a really hard time and he called his friends to pray with him. And they couldn't pray with him in the garden of Gethsemane. He said, can't you tarry with me for an hour? He lived a life of prayer. He needed to always be in constant communication with his father. So I encourage you, whatever you're going through today, be in constant communication with your father. You know, scripture says that we should pray without ceasing. Prayer was a normal thing for Jesus. In fact, his entire life was marked by prayer. If you read the life of Jesus, you always see that he would go to pray in the mountains early in the morning. This was before the disciples woke up. So think something like 3 a.m. And then he will come back. It was a constant thing. Sometimes he would leave them just so he could pray. This was a culture they kept seeing him cultivate. But even with that, he faced the most horrible things in this life. God was never far from him. He was never alone. Angels ministered to him, but he went through them. And because of his prayer lifestyle, even though he did so many miracles, so many signs and wonders, he raised the dead, he changed water into wine, he multiplied bread and fish before their sight. He did so many remarkable things. But they knew that there was one thing that was the most powerful and the most relevant to Jesus. And they focused on that one thing because they believed that that was the power from which he operated. They believed that in prayer, he received the power to do the things he did. And so of all things, they could ask him, seeing that this was the lifestyle of Jesus, In Luke 11, from verse 1 to 4, Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And so Jesus taught them how to pray. There were so many other options, but this was the most powerful. See, my prayer for you is to Understand that because prayer is such a powerful force in all the realms of the world, it affects you positively on the earth. It destroys the intents and the plans of darkness. It enforces God's kingdom in your life. And because it's this powerful that even when you're going through trials, it helps you, it sustains you, it empowers you. Make a decision to be very prayerful. And notice that when trouble comes around, you're not as shaken anymore. You don't panic anymore. Just notice there's a calmness that comes. You're more solid. 
attacks don't make you waver. I'm sure most of you are sensing this as you fast and pray because you are engaging in something very supernatural. Like I told you before, it's a mystery. If Jesus says that a strong demon like a deaf and dumb spirit that was throwing a young man into fire, into water and causing him so many convulsions. If Jesus said that that spirit and the unbelief that the disciples were unable to cast out that spirit from this boy. And you'll find that in Matthew 17 verse 21 was where he said that this kind does not go out, but through prayer and fasting. So a lot of unbelief is leaving you. A lot of doubt is leaving you. A lot of demonic infestation is leaving you as you're praying and fasting. That thing that comes and turns your world upside down, not in a good way, is not able to turn your world upside down because now your world is situated in the Father, in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. See, God watches over you, but you need to connect with his kingdom so that you know that he does. See, it's all about you knowing. I want you to understand that. It's all about you knowing that he watches over you. And how you know that is by prayer. When you pray, you sense his assurance in the spirit because you're a spirit being and you're supposed to interact with God in the spirit. And once your spirit man knows, then your body engages this knowledge. If your spirit man doesn't know, your body is going to be shaken and you will have tremors and you have sleepless nights and you have bad dreams and you have restlessness. You will be yelling all over the place. You will not be a fun person. You will not have it together. Because your spirit man is not receiving the knowledge that God is around you. I want to put emphasis on your spirit knowing that God hears you and God is with you as you pray. See, he's always by you, but you won't know that. And as you go through any challenge, I want you to know your spirit needs to know so that your body can be strong and you can walk into that office and walk into that place that you have felt very horrible in differently so that you can get out of that bed, so that you can get out of that gloom, so that you can stop using other things to support you. See, when the spirit has not communicated the body, the body is unsupported. So you will begin to lash out at people. The body will begin to seek food to satisfy. The body will begin to seek shows upon shows. See, it's not wrong to eat food. It's not wrong to watch a show, but you know when you're overindulging, the body will begin to seek these things because it's not getting support from its source. God is your source. God made you in his image and he watches over you. So when Lazarus died in John 11 and Jesus was praying, he said in John 11, 42, he said, I know that you always hear me. 
And I speak that over you, that in the mighty name of Jesus, you will know that God always hears you when you pray. You will know that you are not alone on this journey, that God is for you. And he is by you, no matter how severe that situation appears. He said, but I said these things because for the benefit, Jesus is always thinking about what this will benefit us. For the benefit of those people here around me, I want them to believe that you sent me. He had to say this so that they can believe. You have to talk to God so that you can believe. You have to pray. You have to hear prayer. You have to be in prayer to believe. He's watching over you. And so they believed that Emmanuel was in their midst, that Emmanuel came from God. And therefore God showed up in the midst of a people who were under Roman leadership. There was hope again. When Jesus Christ opened his mouth to pray, saying, I know that you always hear me. Do you know that God always hears you? He does. He's faithful. Never once has he left your side. So allow your spirit to connect with his presence so that you can believe him. And this connection is so powerful that the enemy always attacks prayer. When you pray, and you don't get results, you get disappointed. And so you don't pray anymore. That is a lie of the enemy. We see so many people in scripture who did not get disappointed. Or even when they did, they kept praying and they encountered God. The devil attacks prayer so much so that in every church, prayer meetings are the smallest. Prayer groups are the smallest. But we are going to change that. Spirit Talks with Nadia has an entire praying ministry that we meet every Saturday, every Saturday in person. We have an office where we meet from 9 to 10 and we pray. And we have seen results. We have seen testimonies. The enemy can no longer prevail over you. Pray. Know with a certainty that he is for you. Job was one of those who was very discouraged. Things had changed for him. But he didn't give up. Finally, he did say in Job 42 verse 5, My ears had heard of you before, but now my eyes have seen you. So now I despise myself. I will change my heart and life and repent. And I sit in dust and ashes in the mighty name of Jesus. Today you will understand that he is with you. That whatever you have heard in the past about the Lord is not truth. But as you encounter God, as you go before him in faith, and see him in the spirit and speak to your daddy, you will know with so much certainty that he is with you. This morning I was driving and I love this song by Hillsong. It talks about Emmanuel being with you. And I was in the car and I would just scream out, my Savior King, you're watching over me, Emmanuel. And every time the song will go over and loop over, and every time it gets to that place, you see me joyfully. I'll be like, my Savior King, 
Thank you, Lord, for causing the storm that was predicted in Sacramento to cease. Thank you, Lord, for healing that one of back pains, Lord. Thank you, God, for delivering that one from a spirit of infirmity. And they can sense it come out of their nostrils. They can feel the spirit leave their body and they are no longer sick again. Thank you, God, for financial breakthrough that this time around they went and worked and they received their due. Thank you, Lord, that this one has lost so much, a loved one. But Lord, you are comforting them and you're growing their faith and you're turning things around for them. And whatever the enemy meant for evil is turned for good right now. Thank you for doing that. You're watching over your son. You're watching over your daughter. And so let the lies stemming from the fleshly engagements, we silence them right now. We silence those lies and we say, let your spirit man rise up and connect with your father and that you will have that assurance that he is watching over you. Emmanuel. <laughs> Oh, your Savior King, He is watching over you, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. I want you to go into a very fulfilled day, knowing that he will watch over all that concerns you. Just open your mouth and speak and let your spirit engage. Engage with God so your soul and your mind and your body can get what your spirit has known in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead. Register for our conference this month, January the 21st and the 22nd. I look forward to seeing you. I look forward <laughs> to an overflow of God's kingdom upon your life. Oh, I look forward to a transformed woman, a transformed man. I look forward to a spirit man who will rise up to the plate, who will rise up to the opportunity and live out their destiny and live out their call with nothing holding them back. I decree to you, that you are coming to a two-day event that will transform your entire life for good. Your spiritual sensitivity will be heightened, that your spiritual gifts will come alive, that you will understand that you were sent here for a purpose and nothing will deter that purpose. God is your focus. God is your light. God is your dream. God is your vision. 
And God is for you. Always, always for you. God bless you now. I look forward to another great time with you tomorrow. Just have a super blessed day. I love you. And you know, let your spirit man know that God loves you so very much. Bye now.